0: to the Fantasy First Podcast, only on the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Jeremy Betts, and I'm your host for this Tuesday, Thursday show talking all things fantasy football. It's been another wild week, and as always, on the Tuesday show, we'll be breaking down the week's biggest injury news, as well as hitting our waiver wire wish list for week four. Welcome into the show. Glad to be with you. If you are listening to this for the first time, just know that this show will be coming your way every Tuesday and every Thursday, and uh, we'll be breaking down different aspects of fantasy football on the Tuesday show. It's always injuries, waiver wire, wish list, and then a fun tag segment at the end. This week, we're going to be diving into week four sleepers and streamers, so you're not going to want to miss that. Stick around for the entire show. Let's jump right in to the injury watch. Let's start in the Ravens backfield where there have just been a plethora of injuries. Gus Edwards goes down on Sunday. Justice Hill didn't even dress. You had guys like Melvin Gordon running the rock for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson obviously picking up a large portion of the rushing usage in this game, so... You've got a Ravens backfield that is in flux. It's going to be a mess, and it's going to be a mess for a while uh, unless Gus Edwards' injury is not severe. So we'll be monitoring that this week. If you had somebody in the Ravens' backfield, probably it was Gus Edwards um, when J.K. Dobbins went out. So the Edwards' injury is big news. And if it lingers, then Melvin Gordon is the add there in the Ravens' backfield but do expect Lamar Jackson to take on a little bit more of that rushing workload as we continue on throughout the fantasy season. The big injury of the week, though, happens to be Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. And man, this guy just cannot escape the injury bug. He seemingly gets hurt for a significant portion of a season or misses... The majority of a season, every single year, Mike Williams tore his ACL in week three against the Minnesota Vikings. He was having a heck of a day and tore his ACL, and that's it for Mike Williams. So we're going to talk down the road about some guys you can probably add, so we won't get into that there. But this changes things for Keenan Allen, who had a huge day in week three, putting up 40-plus PPR fantasy points and throwing a touchdown pass to Mike Williams of all people. So what a big bummer for the Los Angeles chargers to miss out on this guy. He's a playmaker and he has good rapport with Justin Herbert. And so losing him is going to be a big deal. We'll talk about guys to replace him with later, but in the meantime, expect Keenan Allen's target share, which has already been very large and very trustworthy throughout the first three weeks of the season to go up. And just pray and hope that he stays healthy as he has had some injury, bad luck himself the last few years. Something to watch there in Los Angeles. Derek Carr, quarterback for the Saints. He's been having a good start to the season. He has built a great chemistry with Chris Olave there in the Bayou, and he is probably going to miss at least Week Four with a shoulder injury. Serious doubt as to whether he plays in Week Four. If that is the case, you're looking at Jameis Winston coming in, and this is a guy, Jameis Winston, who is very turnover prone. Has done a decent job feeding targets before, but he's just not the quarterback that he once was, and even that's not saying much. So that is a a big issue if you are starting. Saints players and especially uh, the high volume guys, the high target guys like Chris Olave, and then Rashid Shahid, who has been on quite a tear of big plays recently. Uh, Their stock falls a little bit with Derek Carr likely to miss week four. Keep an eye on the rookie quarterbacks as well that we mentioned last week on this same show, Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson. If those guys are unable to go this next week as well, then Uh, rank players accordingly. Although I will say this, the Panthers passing offense might be a little more efficient actually with Andy Dalton under center than Bryce young early in this season. So if Bryce young misses another week and Andy Dalton gets a chance to go, then that actually might be a boost as we saw this week to Adam Thielen and company uh, who had big days uh, for a Panthers offense that finally got some stuff going against Seattle in week 3. So we'll see that's one of the rare starter goes down, the experienced backup comes in and actually provides a spark to the offense. That is something that obviously the the Panthers are not going to ride with Andy Dalton once Bryce Young is healthy, but they might take an extra week or two to make sure Bryce Young is healthy knowing that they've got this guy and Andy Dalton in place. So we'll talk about Andy Dalton a little bit later as well. All right. Before we dive into the week four waiver wire wish list. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll dive into the wish list as well as those week four sleepers and streamers. Don't go anywhere. The fantasy first podcast. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. We're back on the Fantasy First podcast. Thank you for sticking with us here. Let's jump into the waiver wire wish list. Everybody's top waiver claim this week should be Devin A. Chain, the running back from Miami, who absolutely went off for 51.3 PPR fantasy points, four touchdowns, including two on the ground and two through the air, four targets, 30 yards in the passing game for A. Chain, and then just an incredible rushing performance. His speed just totally changes the ballgame when he gets in space. He's a threat to hit Pater anytime. Now, the question here is whether Jeff Wilson Jr., when he comes back after his stint on IR, regains some of the prominent role that he has had in this offense in the past. And if that is the case, A Chain might be more of a one or two week wonder here for the dolphins and they're not going to run rough shot over every team like they did against Denver. They've got a tough bills matchup coming up. So temper some expectations here, but still you've got to get this guy on your roster, even if it's to maybe swing a trade for him. So if you lost this week and you're doing a reverse standings order for your waiver wire, go get this guy, make him your priority waiver claim here. He is my must have of the week. On the waiver wire. If you are in an FAAB system where you actually have to spend your allotted budget on waiver wire targets, go after this guy. Even if this was a one hit wonder, it is better to take a chance on a guy with that type of upside, that type of of high-scoring upside in a in a running back room that has a lot had a lot of injuries in the past. Raheem Mostert and, obviously, Jeff Wilson Jr., who's already on IR, have had issues staying healthy. So that is something to consider with this. But he's at least great trade bait this week if you want to try to buy or sell really high on this guy. Maybe go get a Jonathan Taylor or even an Alvin Kamara before they come back and get somebody who potentially... Could see this as a as a big jump off point for A Chain, as opposed to maybe the one or two week big deal that it's probably more or less gonna be here. Let's move on to Buffalo, the Dolphins opponent next week. Latavius Murray has really taken on the role of goal line, third down back, short yardage back, as it were, and he is taking advantage. Two touchdowns now in three games for Latavius Murray. If you need somebody potentially with a with a floor, it's he's not going to have a huge ceiling because he's not going to get a lot of attempts. Only five attempts for 15 yards, but then the touchdown this uh, week. Yeah, against Washington. So you've got that to to consider there. But still, for deeper leagues specifically, this is a guy you definitely want to add on your roster. And I believe he's only rostered in about. 20% 20% of leaks according to fantasypros.com. You can check that out there uh, to check up my research there if you want to, but Davis Murray, make him a target as well. Not going to be the end of the world if you don't get him, but still nonetheless, make him a target. Roshan Johnson is kind of my breakout candidate at running back. If you will, uh, he's been overtaking Khalil Herbert as far as snaps go. In this offense, and this is a bad offense. So consider that when you make your decisions here, too. But still, Roshan Johnson is, is the most talented running back on the Bears roster. That's just the way it is. He's the most talented pass catcher, he's the best all-round back, and that explosiveness that you can see out of him on film in Texas as he was backing up Bijan Robinson, that translates to the NFL and he's going to be one of those guys that you're going to want to have a share of by the end of the year. So go ahead and get him now. While he's still flying under the radar, again, only 6.6 PPR points this week. So not a huge deal if you miss out on him, but go ahead and get him and stash him if you can for the future. Let's move on to wide receiver here. Tank Dell has been cruising in this Houston offense. Fantastic rapport with CJ Stroud. This has been kind of the one thing that I... I looked at it in the preseason. I said this could carry over to the regular season. This Tank Dell breakout breakout is for real, and uh, he's a big play threat. He gets open with ease, catches the football. He's got a fantastic catch ratio right now, and, and you just got to ride with this guy. And he's still available in over sixty percent of leagues. So go out and get Tank Dell. He's my other must add. If you can't get Devin a chain, this guy needs to be your second uh, priority on the waiver wire. Romeo Dobbs in green Bay is my second wide receiver here to consider. He's put up fantastic target share numbers while Christian Watson's out and great red zone usage as well. He had another touchdown, uh, two touchdowns, I believe this week. So uh, Romeo Dobbs is, is cruising and he needs to be a guy that you add. Now, again, you're talking about Aaron Jones coming back in the next couple of weeks. He's going to get some targets. He's a he's a a catching pass catching threat. And then, all, obviously, Christian Watson, who is projected to be the number one receiver for this Green Bay offense, if he can ever get on the field, um, he's supposed to come back very soon. So that should temper your expectations a little bit for Dobbs. But still, you want to get this guy on your roster and at least have him there as as a potential piece. If Christian Watson remains out. Then you've got a Jordan Love led offense that is throwing the ball a lot and with some success. So get in on this Romeo Dobbs train before it leaves the station. And then we talked about the Mike Williams injury in LA. Devastating news for Mike Williams in his camp and for the Chargers, but they do have some options here that you can go after. I like Josh Palmer the best of the two options I would go with here, which are Josh Palmer, Quentin Johnston. Josh Palmer has been there, done that in this offense. And he has the trust of Justin Herbert. You saw that this week when Williams went out, Palmer took on a much larger role in the offense. He was already their slot receiver. So he, he takes on a a much bigger target share. And so he's going to be the guy that I think could uh, at least early in these next few weeks really benefit the most from the absence of Mike Williams. And then Quentin Johnson is more of a stash play. He's a guy that as he builds chemistry, as he gets on the field more, Justin Herbert's a fantastic quarterback, 40 of 47 passing this week. That is an incredible number for a guy who, for a team that scored 28 points, only 28 points. He had three touchdown passes and, you know, you're talking about just superior efficiency from Justin Herbert here. So the fact that Justin Herbert now has a, another big target in Quentin Johnson, who is kind of like a poor man's Mike Williams, if you will, that is a big deal. And so the the roles could end up being similar. It is going to be fun to watch how these two guys get involved. But Josh Palmer is my bigger bet right now. Go after Palmer. Another charger we're going to talk about here in the tight end grouping Dylan Parham, two touchdowns this week, (laughs) two receptions, four yards, but two touchdowns. That's three touchdowns in three weeks. This guy is rolling and he is probably going to get more and more targets in the red zone now that Mike Williams is out. So just keep riding with this guy. If you're struggling with some of the higher pick tight ends like Darren Waller or Kyle Pitts, then Dylan Parham needs to be on your short list of guys to get on your bench to potentially start over him because if he's going to, he's going to get red zone work like this on a weekly basis, then he's going to be a top 10 fantasy tight end. Anytime he catches a touchdown pass for the most part and three and three weeks, including two today or two this week, excuse me, that is fantastic stuff from Dylan Parham. I was a huge Luke Musgrave fan coming out of college. And I think his role in green Bay is increasing. Again, you have to consider like with Dobbs, the, the, potential issues with Christian Watson coming back, Aaron Jones coming back and taking up some targets there, but Musgrave is starting to get comfortable in this offense. He's starting to look really good and earn a a larger target share here. And I think that that, that's going to be pretty sustainable again in a Jordan love offense. That doesn't, that's not afraid to to toss the rock around. So go get Luke Musgrave had a good week. And then we mentioned Jake Ferguson last week as well on this same list he makes it again because he's still barely rostered and he is becoming a favorite target of Dak Prescott, especially in third down chain moving situations and along the goal line. He had a couple targets in the red zone in this game against Arizona and what was a surprise loss. So that's something to to watch here for, for him is it, it can he continue to gain the gain the targets and repetitions from Dak Prescott and and that's what's going to matter here for Jake Ferguson all right real quick before we get out of here let's talk some week four sleepers and streamers Rico Dowdle the why or excuse me Rico Dowdle the running back from Dallas caught a touchdown pass almost had another he was used a lot in the red zone in the passing game. And if Tony Pollard were to get hurt, this is a fantastic handcuff. He's shown ability and, again, gets those targets. So he's a guy that you're going to want to potentially stash here in very deep leagues. He's a sleeper for DFS as well with that type of, of red zone production. And then Calvin Austin third, who f- broke out in a big way for the Steelers on a 72-yard reception touchdown from Kenny Pickett. He had one other catch in the game, but he had six targets. And with Deontay Johnson expected to miss a couple more weeks, he's going to rack up some more of those targets, and he's a big play threat as well. Another deep sleeper there for you. And then finally, some streamers at quarterback. I like Andy Dalton if Bryce Young is no good this week against a Minnesota defense that has been absolutely shredded by passers. So I like Andy Dalton as a potential streamer this week if you've got an injury or you uh, are in super flex two quarterback leagues, or just want to find a good matchup for a quarterback situation. Andy Dalton, Desmond Ritter versus Jacksonville in London. It's a, a team in Jacksonville, a defense that got torched by CJ Stroud and company. And so he's, he's more of a deep stream option, but if you're desperate, you could do worse than Desmond Ritter against a Jacksonville secondary. That is suspect at best in a London game where anything can happen. And obviously Bijan can Robinson, the running back can take screen passes to the house and Desmond Ritter has a, has a chance to put up bigger passing numbers in and maybe a shootout with Jacksonville as well. So you've got some situation there where he could be a good streamer for you uh, on defense, the bucks versus the saints with Winston at quarterback. Winston has been a turnover machine in his career. Look for the Buccaneers to maybe earn some extra points as a sleeper defense special teams unit with some takeaways of Winston. And then the Broncos. Yes, I know the Broncos defense just got shellacked. Absolutely massacred by Miami. Chicago is not Miami. Chicago stinks. And so Denver, who will be angry, very angry, and looking to prove that that's a by line in their 2023 season against Miami, as opposed to a trendsetter, they're going to be looking to shake off some serious, serious dust against Chicago. They are a fantastic revenge s- streamer. If you want to go that direction. All right. That's going to do it here for this edition of the fantasy first podcast. Tune in to the Thursday episode uh, for my favorite Thursday night football props. Uh, We'll do a one night stand like we did last week, where I'll give you uh, some of my favorite or my favorite lineup of the Thursday night football uh, DFS schedule and then some DFS darlings for the weekend as well to help you win big this week. Thanks again for joining on the Fantasy First podcast brought to you by the Fans First Sports Network. We'll see you next time. Bets out.